Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat.
Fahim L. Filling in for Dr. Asul Alim Lutapak L. Bay for the night. I will be your host for the night. And I hope I'll make the, this lecture enjoyable for you and your friends and family and loved ones, which I hope they are all doing well tonight. And I'm here to talk to you about understanding and understanding and overstanding the nationality and birthright principles and the thing about black, negro, colored issues. Okay? Um, There's most of us that still think that we are black or African-American or people of color. I even hear some people even on the YouTube station uh, that, that that are actually Aboriginals and indigenous autochthonous people on different tribal nations of the country and of the continent that still use those terms as black and people of color. You know, there are some that, not all of them now, there are some that do, that's still doing that. And... Um, I would think maybe they would know better than not to use those terms, but maybe they're doing that for just to reach certain people, you know, so people can understand what they're talking about. And that could be it too, you know. I don't know, you know. But uh, I'm here to address the issue here dealing with uh, what is a a national, what is a citizen, what is a sovereign, and who is not. Okay. I'm going to read something here from Dr. Aline's book, 
uh, Aleem L. Bay's book from the First World Order. And it is called The Book of Nations, considered in themselves as Chapter 1 or Nation or Sovereign States. It says here, paragraph 1, and of sovereignty. A nation or a state is, as has been said at the beginning of this work, a body politic or a society of men united together for the purpose of promoting their mutual safety and advantage by the combined strength from very design that induces a number of men to form a society which has its common interest and which is to act in concert. It is, a necessar- it is necessary that there should be established a public authority in order and direct what is to be done by each in relation to the end of the association. This political authority is the sovereignty and he or they who are invested with it are the sovereign. Okay, now I'm going to stop right here. Now, we know who the real sovereignty is, don't we? Although I'm talking to those who are know, who knows what I'm talking about on this broadcast, this radio show. Okay, I want to know, you know, you know, but those who don't know, uh, you have a lot of the, the Europeans uh, calling themselves sovereigns. And actually they are not the sovereigns. Uh, those of you that know who I'm talking about, why are they not the sovereigns? You know, because of their skin complexion, because they're uh, so-called white. Well, not exactly. No, what I'm saying is they can't be the sovereign because they are not aboriginal, indigenous, or autochthonous to this land. In order to be a sovereign, you have to be an aboriginal, indigenous, autochthonous person, woman or man of North America, Central America, South America, and the adjoining islands. You know, you another another thing too. You would never hear uh, any of us, such as Dr. Aleem El Bay, or Sister Kadira, myself, or uh, 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 Brother Abdullah Bay, Tarik Bay, and others, never refer to ourselves as sovereign citizens. We don't deal with that. We leave that up to the Europeans. No such thing. We leave it to the European. Some people may say the European Americans, but you will never hear a European say that. Why? Because that denotes that he's a European immigrant on the on the on the on these shores. That's admitting. That's that's, that's him confessing to the world that he's not actually an American. And that's why so-called black people should never refer to themselves as African Americans. I said it before in the last lecture that you should, you know, that means the same thing. You are African people that come into these shores. You are, you are immigrants. You are not Americans. But some of us, uh, 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 some of you that are listening to this show tonight, 
know good and well that we are the true Americans. The Aboriginal, meaning the first, the very first inhabitants of a land. The very first original people. Yeah, that's that's uh, uh, this is what we have to get out of, you know. Of calling ourselves that, or labeling ourselves that, you know, you must understand that the term black for our peoples comes from our slave masters. From the Christian black holes in 1724. Europeans gave us that brand <coughs> to disconnect us from the origin and the history of who we are. Okay, let me go on here. Okay. Paragraph 2. Authority of the body, politic over the members. It is evident that by the very act of the civil or political association, each citizen subjects himself to the authority of the entire body. In everything that relates to the common welfare, the authority of all over each member, therefore essentially belongs to the body politic or state. What have you? But the exercise of that authority may be placed in different hands, according as the society may have ordained. But that's what we were supposed to be doing. You know, we are supposed to appoint. We are supposed to appoint certain um, people to be to have authority. You know that that's the way it's done, but it's not done that way, and not for quite some time in this country. Well, I can say operation. There are some people that think that the United States of uh, the United States is the uh, the country, but it is not. It is the corporation. America is the country. Same way as China. China is the corporation. Manchuria is the country. But there are a majority of the Chinese people. Or I can say Manchurian people don't know that. You don't believe me? Go to a Chinese and make sure he's Chinese. Now, make sure he's Chinese. So you won't be talking to a Japanese, Korean, uh, etc. You know, make sure he or she is Chinese and ask them. Do you consider yourself a Chinese or Manchurian? They will give you this strange look talking about. He knows I'm Chinese. But most of them, some of them do. Some of them do. But for the most part, most of them don't. They're just as dumbed down and confused as a lot of our own people. Okay, let me move on here. Paragraph 3 of the several kinds of government. If the body of the nation keeps in its own hands, the empire or right to command. It is a popular government, a democracy. It is entrusted to a certain number of citizens, to a senate, 
it established an aristocracy. Uh, finally, if it confides the government of a, to a single person, the state becomes a monarch. Stop right here. What is a monarch? A monarch is a person that rules, or you can say, almost like a dictator. Let's look in the Black Dictionary, Bob Loud Dictionary, 4th edition. Just bear with me here. Let's look up the word monarch. Uh, monarchy. if they have it in here or not. Just be just be patient. Okay. Here we go. We can deal with the word monarchy. Okay. A government in which the supreme power is vested in a single person. What did I I just say? Something like a dictator. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Monarchy, a government in which the supreme power is vested in a single person, where a monarch is invested with the absolute power. The monarchy is termed despotic, which is the supreme power is virtually in the laws though the, majest- the, ma- the majesty of government and the administration are vested in a single person, it is a limited or constitutional monarchy. It is hereditary, where the regal power descends immediately from the possessor to the next heir by blood, as in England, or elective, as was formerly the case Wharton. Okay? That is, that is the monarchy or a monarch. Okay. Now, <clears throat> paragraph 11. These three kinds of government may be variously combined and modified. We shall not hear until and enter into the particulars. This subject belonging to the public, universal law. For the object of the present work, it is sufficient to establish the general principle necessary for the decision of these disputes that may arise between nations. Now, here we are. What are sovereign states? Okay, explains it right here. Every nation that governs itself under what form soever, without dependence or any foreign power, is a sovereign state. Its rights are naturally the same as those of any other state. Such are the normal persons who live together in a natural society, subject to the law of nations. 
to give a nation a right to make an immediate figure in the grand society. It is sufficient that it be really sovereign and independent, that is, that it governs itself by its own authority and laws. Now, you have the meaning of the sovereign state. This is out of the First World Order, Dr. Aline's First World Order book. Now, the other meaning I got when monarchy came from the Black Law Dictionary, 4th edition. Okay? You're interested in getting the Black Law Dictionary? It's by Henry Campbell Black. Henry Campbell Black. Campbell Black. Black Law Dictionary. If, you, if you're fortunate enough, you can get a first, second, third, and fourth. Fifth of all of them are good. You get them all the way up to the 11th edition. Because they all are very important, but the but the one to uh, one, one to four editions uh, are the real killers. Okay, so it's paragraph twenty-one. A nation ought to per, uh, perfect itself and the state. The second general duty of a nation towards itself is to labor at its own perfection and that of its state. It is the the double perfection and that renders a nation capable of attaining the end of civil society. It would be absurd to unite in society and yet not endeavor to promote the end of that na- of that union. Here, the entire body of a nation and each individual citizen are bound by a double obligation, the one immediately proceeding from nature and the other re- resulting from their reciprocal engagements. Nature lays an obligation upon each man to labor after his own perfection, and in doing so, he labors after that of civil society, which could not fail to be very flourishing, were it composed of non but good citizens. All right, finish right here. <clears throat> Okay, I'm going to go here to the up opening statement by Brother Taj Tariq Bay. I want to address unity and constitutional principles, but I also want prior to, to a break a few questions because I want to see where your minds are so I can go there. It is better to feel where the people are and work off of that than to prepare something and bring you Something you, something just because it might be interesting, because it doesn't really work. We need to work with the spirit and what needs to be fixed. Okay, I said here, you know, uh, there you got some of these clowns out here talking on, especially on YouTube talking about you don't need a nationality. You don't need papers. You don't need, you know, well, if, if, if European or so-called white folks don't care about papers. They don't care about no papers. Papers can't do nothing for you. Well, um, it's all absurd, sisters and brothers. You know, yes, 
you do need to do you do need to do paper. You do need to have paperwork. Because I said it before, and I said it again, and other more, other uh, national moors have said it. You know, they have done paperwork on us when we were born, the first day we were born. They did paperwork. You know, uh, you know. So therefore, you have to do paperwork to undo the paperwork that was done to us when we were first born. That makes sense, doesn't it? By the keyboard, I can really cue, uh, punch up a lot of people in, but I can't. I'm not going to really go into that because I spoke on that on previous lectures on the blog talk show before. Okay. Let me go here. It says here, on unity. First of all, unity is something people always throw about. With us, so they always say we need unity, unity, unity. It must be understood when the word unity is presented to you, what it actually means is nationhood. Okay, you're dealing with nationality. If you don't have a nationhood, you cannot have unity. I say it again. If you do not have a nationhood, you do not, you cannot have unity, because you have no nationhood to work with in order to have a unity. You must have a nationhood, meaning a nationality. If you don't have a nationality, there is no nationhood. All right, let me go on. Usually people say we need to get together and do something. We need to get together and do some economic things. We need to get together spiritually, economically, and politically. Well, guess what? That's not true. We have always been together. We party together. We go to picnics together, barbecues, jams, whatever. We have always been together together we have not had our national principles that bind us as one on a political forum. Say this again. (coughs) What we have not had are national principles that bind us as one on a political forum. No matter where we are or whatever part of the land. We are in with a common law. That's the principles of unity. It's called anciently, not modernly, anciently, Constitution. You must understand that Constitutions did not begin with this misconceptions. A lot of us have that Europeans brought in constitutional principles. That's not true. If I say it again, Stop right here. I say it again. I say it again. Say it again. I'm gonna say it again. Again. Okay. Europeans did not bring the constitutional principles. Our ancestors did. Cause a lot of our ancestors was uh, and was our also part of the Iroquois Confederation. We wrote the Constitution. We bought those constitutional laws. 
to the European colonials or pilgrims, whatever you want to call them. They are the signers of the Declaration of the Constitution. They didn't. Not one of them Europeans wrote anything, any any article, any amendment, or anything in that Constitution. They are the ones that they were the signers. They did not bring it from England, because as I told you before in other lectures, I told you before, England does not have a written constitution. They speak of having one, but they do not have one. You don't believe me? Read the book called Tragedy and Hope by Carol Quigley. It's a great, big, big, thick book, almost the size of a telephone book. It's called Tragedy and Hope by Carol Quigley. It's a long, big book, but it has a lot of information on how the world has been running for a long time. Okay? Constitutional principles are are ancient as ancient as government and civilization is. Organized civilized government is based in constitutional principles, and it is called positive law. Positive law is called jurisprudence. Jurisprudence is founded in nature's God and nature's law, that which is founded by the creator and nature. Makes sense? I believe so. All universal law, or Allah, all law. Okay? And for those who may be confused, Allah is a feminine word, or a lot, and a feminine name. So don't get confused with the masculine and feminine game that they have been playing with you in religion, because it deals with divine law, universal. One of the things I recognize as one of the great weaknesses among us and why most vampires have been able to suck off of the energies of the Asiatic people on this planet, not just particularly here, but on this planet and has been smoked by religion in our concepts of what religion is and what religion is not. Religion originally is founded by ancient Moabites by ancient foremothers and forefathers, teaching systems of your relationship to nature, your building blocks, the way you made, how you operate in nature, how nature operates with you, your connection with everything that is in nature that is called divine law, which is some people call a theocracy. But that's what a theocracy is, divine law. It is not spooky. It is not conjecture. It is not based in beliefs. These are fundamental functional facts. However, wicked, caliphs, priests, thieves have used these religious systems to create secret principles for themselves, to rule the masses. They start 
injecting agendas that have nothing to do with divine law and never had. All they do is just suck off of the people. They want uh, followers and believers. They're not interested in telling the truth. Because if they tell you the truth, then oh, they won't be making any, they won't be profiting off of the people so much. You can, like I said, you can be a pyramid of lies. Just put just one rock of truth upon on the top of it, and it will it will fall. Why? Because lie a bunch of lies do have they have no foundation to stand on. They have no foundation. So the little, the little, the little, the little, or the least little test, it come under, it will crumble. <clears throat> now, to rule the masses, they uh, they start injecting agendas that have nothing to do with divine law, creating and make up versions of gods, and then selling them to people, then dividing the people, then sucking off of them, then using the devil as a scapegoat, which is your lower nature. That's all who the devil is, is our lower nature, our lower selves, our lower halves. Okay? And thereby ruling the world, that is the real deal. So when most people look at the Europeans and look at different armies and are saying, Oh, wow, look at all the things they are doing to the world. Believe me, it is religionists that did it. One of the biggest problems with us trying to get out of this thing is with the muddled concepts of and about our salvation. We run to, run to the very people who actually are the vampires. One of the hardest things to do in communicating with people is to tell us this truth and to have them accept it because they want to because they want to beat you up because most of us are biased by whatever denominations or secularism of the religions we belong to and that's true I am a Muslim but I will never deny that the wicked caliphs created divisions in Islam the Quran says there shall be no secularism in Islam, but yet you have it. He says it himself. Yes, you have all kinds of sex, just like in all other religious denominations. So let's not get self-righteous. The other deal is we must remember that both Muslims and Christians maintain slaves or forced to or for servitude. So again. Don't get self-righteous. The weak, the weak, the weakness that we have is that we don't know the real history of our social and political connection here in North America. The Crusaders have buried a lot of that history. Therefore, much that is connected to us or that is act is actual birthright we reject because we think it belongs to him, Europeans. But they have stolen our birthright. Every time, and you help them do it too. Every time you call them Americans, you help them stealing your birthright away from you. 
I say it again, they're not Aboriginal or Aboriginal Indigenous people or Aboriginal Indigenous Autochthonous people of this land. In order to do that, you have to have heritage, bloodline heritage, heritage. Well, let's go. Let's go to the Black Law Dictionary again. Let's go to it again. Okay, let's look up heritage. Be with, bear with me here. Let's find heritage here. Here, let me see. I thought I had it. Hold up, just be bread with me here. Now, you're dealing with the uh, word air, too, to the throne, or heiress. And they're dealing with a woman, a female heir to a person having an estate of inheritance. When there are more than one, they are called co-heirs or co-heirs. Hmm. Here we have heritage, what we were looking for. In the, it says in the Black Law Dictionary, 4th edition, in the Civil Law. Every species of immovable which can be the subject of property, such as lands, houses, orchards, woods, marshes, ponds, etc., and whatever mode they may have been acquired, either by descent or purchase. Hmm. Check that out. Okay, there you have the word heritage. All right, okay, now. Says here, the Crusaders have buried a lot of that that history. Therefore, that connects us to our actual birthright. We reject. I already explained to you about our birthright. As being, actually being heirs to the land. Because we are the of the Aboriginal and, and Indigenous people of um, of the Americas, or the they say the Almorocks, or Almoroccans. The old deal, throwing the baby out of the out of the bathwater, is part of the vampirism, because in our land, rejection actually we are throwing out the political out the political power to our birthrights by denying something because we assume that someone else is the founder of established government, which includes religion. How many of you know that you can actually, a lot of you can be actually Christians? 
if you notice in a lot of slave movies, uh, when they try to uh, take your names away from, from our forefathers and forefathers, when they say, do we have a Christian name? Because they had made Christianity synonymous with Europeans. So therefore, they are not taught the true, real doctrine of what Christianity is really all about. See, in 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 the Moorish divine national movement, we'll deal with Islam as I self law am master. The Islam, the I, I, the S self. The L, law, the A, am, the M, master. But we also deal with the aspects of Christianity and what they call Judaism. Some people say, well, if he's Muslim, how can he say that? Well, Muslim means bones, muscles, and tissues. Everybody is a Muslim or Muslim. It's not some kind of religious term. Or they say ones who uh, who submits to the will of Allah. That's not true. Bones, muscles, and tissues is what is a Muslim or Muslim is. Those of you that have been in the Moorish Science Temples, they give you a what they call a nationality card. And they tell you to give honors <clears throat> to all the prophets, Confucius, Muhammad, Jesus, etc., etc., etc. Why did they say that? Because all of that are more science than all of these doctrines. That's our more science. That's more science. I've heard one brother ask, and he was speaking on the so-called Egyptian or comedic science. And he asked the brother, he said, well, brother, um, do they have a lot of the aspects of Christianity in those teachings? And he said, no. But right there, that told me right there that the brother that was teaching about the comedic science didn't know what he was teaching. Plus the comedic, because excuse me, because of the Christian aspects, aspects of Islam, the aspects of Judaism, the aspects of uh, other religions, all from one source. This is what we deal with, and in the more divine national movement. They say, well, they are Hebrew Israelites. We're Hebrews, too. Israelites also. We are the original Hebrews. We are the original Yahudis, what they saw, what, what, what uh, was commonly called Jew.
Okay. Now, let's go here. This is what we really have to learn how to understand about nationality. I told you about nationhood, right? Nationhood, birthright. I marry all Americans. They say more is not an ancient term. The hell is not. More comes from the word moo. From Elmuria, which is misnomer Lemuria. Dr. Ali said that when they say Lemuria, they're trying to throw us off. But it's actually Elmuria, which is the Hawaiian Islands are a part of. The rest of it had sunk in the Pacific Ocean, as well as Atlantis done. The move you had, Moor, M-U-R. Then you had Moor, M-U, apostrophe, U-R. Then you have Amoru. That start off the American, the term America. Amoru. Then you have Amoruk. Then you have Amoruka. Morocco. And Morocco. Today you have America. Didn't come from no damn Amerigo Vespucci's. That wasn't his name, for one. For what I learned from Dr. Eileen. That was not his name. Name was Alberto Vespucci. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his first name right or not, but I believe it was Alberto Vespucci's. Not Amerigo. All right, it says here, religion. Most people think that religion is a spiritual instruction. Civilized people on the planet know that spirituality is a knowledge of divine law. It is neither positive or negative because the sun shines on the good as well as the evil. It is power there to use. Why? Because power is, is neither good nor evil. It can be used for good or it can be used for evil purposes. Same way, the same way you can use knowledge. Knowledge can be used for good, or it can be used for good. I mean, for evil or wicked purposes. Depends on how you use it. Okay. It is power there to use. Absence of the knowledge of it, you can become victim to vampires, and that is what 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 has happened to our people. They are giving us religion, pseudo-religion, lied to us, told us we were spiritual, and they have been practicing real spirituality in the secret societies. 
imams, rabbis, reverends, etc. in their lodges. They are brothers. But again, as me being a uh, uh, Freemason, the Prince Hall Masonic family, uh, which I'm probably the only real Mason there, because I'm the only one that has a nationality. Let me say it again. I am a member of the Prince Hall Masonic family. I've been a member since 2000, June of 2000 of that year. That means I've been a Prince Hall Masonic uh, Mason for 16 years now. I hold the rank of 32 degrees. I hold the rank of 32 degrees in the Scottish Rite, in the Prince Hall Scottish Rite of Freemasonry, and I hold the degrees of 13 degrees in the York Rite, which they, the York Rite, actually belong to the Moors, which is another subject I'll get into. But I hold 13 degrees there as a Knights Templar. Some people will say, well, the Knights Templar were mainly French Europeans. Uh-uh. The original, the first Templars were Moors. How many people know that? How many sisters and brothers know that? That's where the Knights Templars got their science from. Moorish science, the science of the Moors. In the Masonic Order, they say that you have, it says here, that, uh, told us we were spiritual and that they have been practicing real spirituality in the secret societies. Well, they don't have any real secrets in the Masonic Orders, brothers. I, I, sister, I can tell you right now. If they have them, I have never been, been taught the secrets. Before I joined the Masonic Order, I've learned a lot out, outside of the Masonic Order, of Freemasonry. Actually, I joined there to teach, not to learn anything from them. Because I know they like a lot of the science that they should have. Or I can say the science of the Moorish science that they should have. The Moorish science. Because that's all it is, Moorish science. Watered down Moorish science, that is. Most of you, if you join the Masonic Order, especially the Prince Hall Masonic Order, you will be very, very, very disappointed. Just want to put that out there. I'm not going to lay on that too long, but I'll put that out there. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. It says here, did they come out and walk well, about talk about separation of church and state, which is their line right there. And the separation of the religions. Those who really know that the difference know there is no separation and that the truth is one. Religion is, religion is used to dope the masses down, or you can say, dumb them down. You say that way. I am not talking about what religion was founded for, I am talking about what it is used for now. You know, I know the masses don't know that. They will defend it defending their servitude, which is why this thing is so locked up. They keep association religion with Prophet Muhammad, Buddha, Confucius, Esau, which is Jesus, 
Ali of all the prophets, and they had absolutely nothing to do with them. All the prophets were social reformers. If anything, they were fighting organized religions. The organized religions, the organized religionists and states plotted the deaths of the prophets and then blamed the devil and started raising money to fight the devil, which is well, nothing but their lower self. Those of you who read the one-on-ones, that who is the devil? Our lower self. And it was organized religionists in the states that murdered the prophets. Prophet Muhammad came, and they ran him out of Mecca. Those same people are trying to tell you that Islam is now that Drew Ali came and told you what Islam is. They didn't tell you anything then. Don't let them tell you anything now. Islam is science. It is it's a knowledge of civilization. There are fundamental principles that are universal in their nature, irregardless of your belief systems. Principles of truth are what matters. Principles of truth are universal. What they stop being, when they stop being universal, look for the lie. We know that people have been geared by religion, but by religious zealots and sorcerers to hate one another. Why did they hate Jesus so much? Why did they murder him? Because Jesus or Yahushua or Yahushua amongst all the prophets was the main prophet whose major effort was to remove the middle man. He said, as I am, all men can be. What I have done, all men can do. And some of you will even do greater works than I have done. Don't get confused about this. Don't get, get caught up in me. Listen to my word. I didn't want the job. I come to do my father's work. But people missed his message. Get caught up in idolatry. And the Romans are ruling them and making them worship the same cross they lynched him on. Ain't that something? You go on the Catholic churches, cathedrals, or not just Catholic churches, cathedrals, you go to any Christian church, and you there, you see them bear the cross. But they tell you, is it a sacred symbol? A, sacred, a, a symbol that they use to lynch the Nazarene on. Those of you that are Christians or listen to this, have you ever thought about that? Think about what I just said. Because you know what I just said is not a lie. You see it on all your biblical movies of Jesus carrying the cross. Being whipped and tortured at the same time as he's carrying the cross. But nevertheless, it is a sacred symbol. The same symbol was used to lynch him. Think about that. Those of you who call yourself Christians, think think about that very hard. Please do. And these people say that they love Jesus. They are sincere, but they don't know they are under a spell. You don't condemn them. You must do certain things 
and truth to unravel the spell so they don't feel attacked to free them. Only the truth will free them. They think they think people will come, pray for them, and free them. And if you tell them, they will lynch you. Yeah, because they, uh, they are that far out there. They are that far out there. They are that uh, we can say that they are far gone. This is part of the nationality process that we must go through. You know, we must understand the nationality process. We must understand it. Because today it is widely understood. You got people saying that uh, being naturalized, you know, as I spoke on about two weeks ago on that on that sub- very subject, you know, you are already the natural being on this earth land. Why why do you have to be naturalized? I already explained that. I'm not going to go into that because I already explained that. But those who uh, have listened to, to the show two weeks ago, you know what I'm talking about. It is nationalization what you want. You want a nationhood. That's why uh, Michael Brown's parents, when they went to the International Auto World Courts, they couldn't get any assistance. Why? Because they were still carrying the name brands of their slave masters' names. They're still calling themselves black and African-American or people of color. Therefore, international law couldn't come to their aid. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? Those who know better know what I'm saying. But those of who, but those of you that don't, do you not? Do you really understand what I'm trying to tell you? You know. Um, when you go vote, it's just like, you know, this is the election, election time now. The only election year, hot and heavy now, you know, uh, uh, Trump and Clinton, you know. You hear some of us talking about, oh, man, you you better vote, man, because, you know, if those Republicans get in there, man, we really had it. We really done for. You done for it anyway. Most of our people still talking that dumb talk. Talking that dumb talk. While some of them say talking that dumb shit. Doesn't matter who's in office, Democrat or Republican, they're both all for the same agenda. Those people think they're enemies, but they're not. They go to parties and and you know swimming each other's swimming pools. 
watched football games together. It's all a facade to keep the people fooled, as they always have been having a fool from generation to generation to generation to generations, and for more generations to come, sadly to say. No. So, you know, I want y'all to think on that. So, you know, think on that very hard. This is uh, something a lot of us can think on very hard. When I say through generations, through generations, through generations, through generations, it goes to show you how long this practice has been going on amongst our people. And it's taught to our grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren, and their children and their children after them. And it goes on and on and on, you know, Like I said before, the hour is late for our people. But it's not too late. But the hour is very uh, the hour is very late and very near. Like the prophet said one time, if you don't do anything else, if you don't do anything else, be sure to get nationalized. A lot of people, with a lot of uh, so-called conscious people of uh, so so-called conscious community, are asking for reparations for all the injustices that have been done to our people. You know, especially in the North Americas, here in North America, in the Central America, and the South America, and the adjoining islands. But you must understand. Cannot get any reparations until you are nationalized. If you call yourself black, a black woman or a black man, you are not considered a real person. It's under color of law. Oh, let me let me tell you what. Let me look at the color of law here in the Black Law Dictionary. Fourth edition. Let's look at it. Just bear with me here. Okay. Here we have it. Color and appearance, semblance, or semilucrum. English from that which is real. Let me say it again. Color and appearance. Semblance or symbolicum as distinguished from that which is real, a prima facie or appearance or apparent right. Hence, a deceptive appearance, a plausible assumed exterior, 
concealing a lack of reality, a disguise or pretext. What is it telling you? What does that tell you? It says here, the word also means the dark color of the skin, showing the presence of Negro blood. And hence, it is equivalent to African descent or parentage. Huh. Case Johnson versus Board of Education of Wilson County, 166 North Carolina. Therefore, you fall under color of law when you do that. Let's read color of law of the Black Law Dictionary. Color of law, the appearance or semblance without the substance of legal right. Calling yourself black. Okay, let's go. Let's go look at black in the block, like black uh, in the black law dictionary. Let's look it up. Okay. Okay, it's called the black code. A name given collectively to the body of laws, statutes, and rules enforced in various southern states prior to 1865, which regulated the institution of slavery and the particular those for bidding their acceptance as public ends and on public convenience. Mm. That's what you fall under when you call yourself black. So you're calling yourself people of color. Let's look at color. More colorable. Color. Let's look at colored. Okay. Colored. By common usage in America. This term in such phrase as colored persons. The colored race. Colored men. And like is used to designate Negroes or persons of the African race, including all persons of mixed blood descended from the Negro ancestry. Say Collins versus Oklahoma State Hospital, K seventy two two nine. Okay. See, it, it, it has also been held that there is no legal, technical signification in the phrase colored person, which the courts are bound are bound judicially to know. What is that telling you? Therefore, when they come, you come in there, they don't see you, really. 
I'm going to read this again. It has also been held that there is no legal technical significance, signification to the phrase colored person, which the courts are bound judicially to know. I mean, they don't recognize it. They don't recognize you. Calling themselves black or people of color. They don't recognize that shit. Okay, let's move along here. It says here, God and money. The average person does not recognize that they that what they are calling money is an instrument that is subordinate to man. Supposed to be. But now they made it subordinate to what they call money or so called money. Now it's subordinate to a bunch of paper or what they call Federal Reserve notes. You subordinate to nothing. You subordinate to nothing that really exists or something that doesn't really exist. That's what you are subordinate to. So much, you got to pay your rent, you got to pay your gas bill, you got to pay your car note. You never pay for no car note. You never paid no rent. You never paid for no gas bill because you never had money. And any and any God that is subordinate to, to money surely is subordinate to man and cannot, hold up, cannot have the power to save you because he is always broke. He needs you you don't need him. When a person cannot use their reasoning mind to go beyond that, they are enslaved. They are in the dark. They are using sorcery and attaching the prophets' names to it. The people have never examined the works of the prophets. They are only follow the people who say that God sent me. Oh, I bumped my head. I got a lesson for you. God told me that he loves you. All right, no. Know what? But he really loves you. But he don't love them because they don't belong to our church. But don't don't question that. You get five dollars, and it has been working. Everybody is shedding blood. They hate each other. There is no love here. That is demonology. But it is but it is but it's practiced all the way across the board. None amongst us are righteous. Well, we got Gnostics over there misusing the culture of the creed, not the science. We have Christians over here misusing the creed of Christendom. They don't know what crystallization is. They don't know it is a degree. It is degrees. They don't think Jesus, Yeshua, has has nothing to do, to do with it. Degrees of knowledge. He was a Moabite, Canaanite blood. Hair like lamb's wool. Ruth, the Moabite, is his great-great-grandmother. We are Moors. Moabite is the ancient name for Moors. I have to say another for Moors. 
because the real ancient name is Mu. Okay. This is what we're talking about. You know, you get uh, like say religious, uh, so-called money, or so well, I say with so-called religion. As John Henry Clark said one time, I may quote that when you become a believer or worship such as Christianity and so on and so on and so on, you took on the slave master's own spirituality. Therefore, you become a slave to another person's spirituality. Unquote. Even like I said before a while back, you know, uh, everything that is about uh, our uh, slave masters <coughs> of the names that some of you carry. You're always talking about our Navy, our Air Force, our Marines, our Army, ours, ours, ours. They are there to protect our interests in a certain parts of the country and around the world, but you have no interest in certain parts of the, of the world. You have no interest. They are in love with car, cars, so-called money, and sex. That's their God. Those three are, that I have mentioned that the people are subordinate to. Not only are we bankrupt, but we are bankrupt in morality, bankrupt in spirituality. We are morally and spiritually bankrupt in a morally spiritually bankrupt society. Okay. A lot of us we have to get we have to get nationalized, people. It says here go on to this correcting your name. Okay, that's dealing with nationality. This is dealing with nationality. You want to do what? What? What is in a name? Some people may say that. What difference does it make? What is in a name? Okay. There is more in a name than meets the eye. It says there is more in the name than which vibrates as sound in the ear. Name grammatically classified its substantive verb derived from the old Sanskrit word word. Namen, or the old Moorish Latin word nomen. Let's let's look up the word nomen in the Black Law Dictionary, or nomen. Okay, let's look it up here. I'm gonna bear with me again here. 
look at here. Okay. The Black Law Dictionary, 4th edition. Norman, Moorish Latin. In the civil law, in the civil law, a name. The name, style, or designation of a person. Properly, the name showing to what genes or tribe he or she belong, as distinguished from his own individual name, or known as the prenomen, from his surname or family name, cognomen, from his surname or family name, which means cognomen, and from any names added by way of a descriptive title, agnomen, the name or style of a class or genius of persons or objects, a debt or a debtor. Hmm. Okay. That's what it says here in the Black's Law Dictionary, fourth edition, and Henry by by Henry Campbell Black. Okay, let me move along here. Okay, old Moorish Latin words substantiveness or substantium, substantium, a means of persons of nations, etc. That stands for or by itself. It is self-sufficient. It's free from the influence, the guidance, or the control of others, with the condition of, of being politically free and having an independent self-existence or status, being and belonging to the substance of a thing, an essential having an actual or real existence, not imaginary or illusory. These substantive nomens concepts are essential to civilizations and are universally, universal in principle. Therefore, the trust of, the honor of, the integrity of, and the inherited birthrights of a nation of people is embodied in the recognized essential names of the particular natural person or people. Relative to the science which treats of positive law, being jurisprudence, the word substantivum means relating to and consisting of the rules and the principles of right law administered by a court as opposed to the forms of procedure. Thus, substantive law, substantivum, is the opposite of color of law. The substantive law is the opposite of color of law. I already explained to you in the Black Law Dictionary, what the color of law is. Okay? And the opposite of prima facie, imaginary or illusion. Substantive is real. Like they say sometimes, well, can you substantiate that? Can you substantiate uh, what you just said? Can you substantiate that statement? What you made in this courtroom today? Okay. Okay, the word name, nomen, attribute, or synonymous, synonyms, or words, which have the same sense as the other in the same receptive language, having the same general sense, but each possessing of themselves meanings not shared by the others. A synonym may also be a word which has an equivalent in another language. A synonym 
is either of two or more things, or alike or identical nature, but called by different names. Okay? The importance of names, because names are very important. You know, a lot of you uh, say you want to call yourself um, uh, Mustafa Johnson. That's not a free national name. Or you can say Mustafa Johnson L or Mustafa Johnson Bay. Mustafa Johnson L. Bay or Mustafa Johnson L. Day or Mustafa Johnson Ali Bay. Those are not free national names. I don't care what someone else told you. They are not for, those are not free national names. Okay, let's go on to the importance of names. A commonly read and well-literary example of the importance of names, nomen, and attributes is expressed in Prophet Noble Dwali's historical and documented speech as addressed to the Moors of Northwest Amexum, North America, 1913 A.D. The following are excerpts from a divine warning by the Prophet of the Nations. I think I read that to you not too long ago. I may not really go into this. I know some of you are probably tired of me repeating the same thing over again. But these are excerpts from it, so I'm just going to read you this part. The citizens of all free national government, government according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. It is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of the free national government and cling to the names of the principles that delude to slavery. Every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be longer upon this earth land. Okay, I'm going to stop right here. One thing, when you go vote, you know, a lot of it, I'm going back to the political situation that's going on now with the election going on, a lot of you may want to vote for probably Clinton. You know, you don't know, don't know any better, you know. And some of us uh, clowns want to vote for Trump, you know. Okay, it doesn't really matter anyway if you really know the truth of what's really going on. If you're really cognizant which is a higher level of consciousness, okay? So if you're really cognizant of what's going on, you will know that uh, it doesn't make any difference who get in the White House. But anyway, when you vote for a person, you vote for whoever you were voting for, and you're still carrying the names of other families, your vote will not carry. It just won't carry. Because, first of all, you're still committing a fraud. You're voting and and writing down or putting down a name that doesn't belong to you and never did belong to you in the first place. 
dealing with the surnames that you're carrying. I'll say it again, dealing with the surnames that you're carrying, the last name that you're carrying. Well, how many of you remember the uh the 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 the, the, the election between um what's his name? Um was it the Kerry election and Bush. They had burned up a lot of the uh the Asiatic people in Florida, they burnt them up. They threw them away or shredded them or whatever. But they wasn't wrong for doing that. They wasn't wrong for doing it because they were all frauds. They were fraudulent. You were still carrying the names of your property owners. Property cannot vote. Property cannot cast a ballot. If you are an American national, if you are an American national with a free national name, you can cast on a national ballot or national vote. That will carry. Did you know that? But you have to be in your proper person. You have to be in propria persona and one's own proper person. So your vote will carry. Although it's already been decided who's going to be president anyway. The decision has already been made. They keep on talking about the polls and uh, oh well, yeah, the head of so and so, so and so, you know, well, you know, it's just a facade. It's all a facade. It's all make believe. No. Okay, let's deal with the genealogy and names. Genealogy is the social science, study of knowledge, which investigates lineage, progeny, and pedigrees. Names by design and by intent are distinctive in that they express a connection to identifiable bloodlines and thus are distinctive indicators of nations, of cultures, of character, and of geographical earth locations, etc., and so a chronology of civilization contributions, evolution, and the civil and social developments of a people can be traced by primogeniture through a national name or family name. This is a common method used to research, research and record linear history and chronology. An individual name, if clear and unblemished, by civil disabilities, inquisition, pledge, record alterations, forced slavery, etc., would otherwise be logically image or mirror these facsimiles. Think. Consider the logistical breakdown of what applies to and what qualifies as an actual free 
national name. What points of reference would one use to recognize a free and correct proper person name? A free national name is a universal standard of social order organization, identification recognized by families of nations. And so a free national name is politically vital for one to have a proper, positive, and actionable standing at law. Does it make reasonable sense for anyone to bear a name which does not originate from a nomin descended, descended down from their own forefathers? Is there or would there, hold on for a minute, be any honor, trust, or fidelity in one character who displays such dishonor and contradictions? Can one be in dishonor of one's mother's and father's if one is not in one's own mother and father's proper pedigree, bloodline, names? Okay. You know, most of us would never know what our actual names were. You know, but you can get a name for yourself because it is yours. Because you you got that you created that name for you. No one else did it for you. You done it. Therefore, it is your name. Therefore, it symbols or resembles the names of your foremothers and forefathers of your ancient foremothers and forefathers. So, therefore, you still giving honors to them to carry these names. Smith, Johnson, Johnsons, Williams, Herring, Harris. It's a dishonor to our ancient foremothers and forefathers. To call yourself black, African American, people of color, is a dishonor to our ancient foremothers and forefathers. Because they were not colored Negro, black, colored people of color, African Americans. As I said before in previous uh, blog talk shows on First World Order, the African African America two different continents. Africa has fifty four nations. Each of one of the fifty four nations have one hundred different languages and dialects. Which one do you belong to? Fifty-four nations, fifty-four countries. So Africa cannot be counted as a nationality. America has three continents, or you can say four, actually, the adjoining islands: North America, Central America, South America, and adjoining islands. Which one of these do you belong to? You have so many languages of the tribal nations in this country. I'm learning to speak Washita. I'm Washita. I can say I'm a more yeah, here in America, okay, but which tribal nation am I affiliated with? Or do I belong to uh, where, which people of a land that presides over that land I belong to? Okay, I can say I'm a Moor. Okay, okay. 
I'm a more. I'm an Aborigine, Indigenous, uh, Autochthonous American. Okay, but which tribe do I belong to? Which nation do I belong to? What is my nation? My nation is the United Washita de Damandia Moor Empire. I'm a Washita Moor of the Choctaw Clan. Because my great-great-grandmother was Choctaw. How many of you saw the movie Wind Talkers? It was a World War II movie. And it was about these Marines on the Pacific Island of World War II. And one of the Europeans called him an Indian. And he, he corrected them right there. Even Algonquins, the holes on the name Indians, some of them don't like to be called Indian. Did you know that? Because they know that's a dumbed-down political term. But anyway, one of them called him an Indian, and he said, I'm no goddamn Indian. I am Navajo. Or the Water Tower Clan. That's what he said. I am of the Navajo Nation. I am Navajo, not Indian. And this was Algonquin saying this to a bunch of Europeans. You want to be, uh, you can say, uh, some of the brothers say, I'm Yamasi, of the Yamasi Nation. I'm Nanako, Nanako Nation. The Nananapi Nation. Tiwa Nation. Commonly known as Cherokee. Or the Akitiwa Nation. Those are all different languages. Blackfeet, Crow, Seminole. Those are nations. Many languages. In the Amer- in the North America itself, besides the Spanish and the Portuguese and Spanish, they do have a, even South American Portuguese, and you have different languages of different tribal nations there. All of the Americas, all of the Almorocks, all over out the uh, North. Al Moroccan, Central Al Morocco, and Southern Al Morocco. You can say you're a Moroccan, okay, but which nation do you belong to? Which tribal? What which, which, which are you affiliated with? You go to Africa. You can say you're Af- they don't say African. They'll say I'm Kenyan or I'm Gambian. I'm Tanzanian. I'm a Nigerian. Which one which one of these okay, but which tribe of these do you belong to? On top This is what you. This is what you have to. This is what you have to uh, 
uh, be able to answer. You go to Africa, you, they have to say what tribe they belong to in each one of these countries. Like President Obama said in one speech, he uh, saw on YouTube, he said that uh, I can say one thing, I'm the only Kenyan-American president. Now he was more, more precise. He didn't say, well, you can say I'm the first African-American president. He doesn't say that. Say I'm the first Kenyan-American And he know what tribe he belongs to, or what tribal nation, or what nation he belongs to. He know what nation tribe he belongs to. Of Kenya. Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, he has a free national name. That gives him a true inheritance. As a matter of fact, let's look up inheritance in the Black Law Dictionary, fourth edition. Let's look it up. Look up inheritance. Bear with me. Okay. We already look up uh, heritage. We're going to look up inheritance. We got inheritance, an estate and things, real. See it again, an estate and things, real, descending to the heir. Such an estate and lands or tenements or other things as may be inherited by the heir. Terms, says it in French, Terme de la lay an estate or a property which which a man has by descent as heir to another or which he may transmit to another as his heir. Perpetuity in lands or tenements to a man and his heirs. Okay? 
dimension by which children or relatives take property from another at his death. Through inheritance in its restricted sense means something obtained through the laws of descent and distribution from an estate in its popular use. It includes property obtained by device or descent. Inheritance is also used in the old books where where hereditament uh, is now commonly employed. Thus, Coke divides inheritance, inheritance into corporal and incorporal, into real, personal, and mixed, and into entire and several. Inheritance in civil law, the succession of the heir to all the rights and property of the inter, of the of the, of the estate lever. It is either testament a testamentary, where the heir is created by will, or ab intestinal, where it arises merely by operation of law. That's inheritance. A lot of people think that um, they say it don't mean anything, you know, when you call yourself a color, but you never hear uh, Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, uh, Vietnamese ever say that. Uh, say that uh, they are proud of their yellowness or the power of the yellow woman. You'll never hear an Asian woman say that. You never hear an Asian man say he's a proud yellow man. Why? Because they know that's a status. They know it has no semblance. They know it's a fraud. It knows it does not designate real people. Some of you uh, want to call yourself a black person. I already told you what black means. It falls under the color of law, given a semblance of something other than what is real. Okay, let's deal with person. Okay, person. A man considered according to the rank he holds in society with all the right to which the place he holds entitles him and the duties which it opposes. The word in, in its natural and usual signification includes women as well as men. I'm going to repeat this again. The word in its natural, excuse me, the word in its natural and usual signification includes women as well as men. Now, let's go. Uh, let's go into the real meaning of a person because they are two people. One is called the artificial person and one is called the natural person. The term may include artificial beings as corporations. Okay? Let's go to artificial person. 
and the Black Law Dictionary, fourth edition. Okay. Let's go to the artificial person here. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> we have artificial persons. Artificial persons. Persons created and de- devised by human laws for the purpose of society and government as distinguished from natural persons. Corporations are examples of artificial persons. You get it? So when you call yourself a black person, you call yourself automatically, you automatically follow the artificial person category. You're constantly telling the world that you are not a natural person. This is why Michael Brown and people like Trayvon Martin and uh, and other countless of our brothers and sisters that have been murdered over the years. This is why they cannot, international law cannot come to their aid because they are not recognized as real people. They don't exist. If you have an artificial plant, what does it need with water? You don't water an artificial plant. It doesn't need water. It's not real. It's not a real plant. I hope a lot of you are getting this. I don't know how many listeners I have tonight, but I hope it's a lot. Because there's a lot of information that I'm dropping here they need to know. There are a lot of, some of you that's listening tonight already know. I'm very well of that. But there's a whole lot of people that don't know. So let me go on here. Me some more. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Likewise, a national name is given and preserved in a proper sense to be designative of a natural. Natural. Let me read it again. Likewise, a national name is given and preserved in a proper sense to be designative of a natural person. Just got through talking about that dinner. Singular, or of a group of people, plural. Specific names may imply all the people of a nation who bear it or be in relation to those having a certain having a certain name. Hence a consenuant family, a clan, a tribe, a nation, a claim of possession, or a fact of rightful inheritance, etc. 
and law if a person or a people sustain the posture and color of using and transacting business in the cognomen, surnames, family names, etc., of another people or nation, one is classified as not being in one's own proper person. Thus, the social and legal condition exists being that of a prima facie or that of fraud. Just got to talk about that also some minutes ago. That's why you can never own nothing. It will never be yours. Car, homes, even your wife or your children, or your husband or your children, they'll never belong to you. They belongs to the family names that you're carrying. They belong only to them, not you. Okay? That's why, <clears throat> for those of you that don't want to be called more, more mean land or land-connected people, which are Moors. Atoshinus mean one, or Atoshin mean one who springs forth from the soil of the earth. Atoshin, woman or man. Indigenous means native to the land, natural to the land. Aboriginal meaning the very first inhabitants, of very first original of the land. Why would you want? Why wouldn't you want to be any one of these terms I just mentioned to you? Why would you want to still be black, people of color, and African American? When I have explained it to you for the last almost two hours. You take people, uh, certain people, so-called scholars, that always still preach about blackness, black history, black heritage, black inheritance. There is no inheritance in black. It don't exist. There's no such people as black people. No such person or no such man as a black man, no such woman as a black woman. You do not exist. Nationality is the order of the day. A nationhood. Why wouldn't you want to have a nationhood? A nationhood comes in automatically with your sovereignty. Although, and I repeat again, we do not call ourselves sovereign citizens or naturalized citizens. We don't call ourselves that, that crazy mess. The people that call themselves scholars and of the conscious, of the so-called conscious community, keep on uh, trying to tell you that you're black or people of color or African-American, beware of them. Beware of them. Of the so-called color of the so-called conscious community, they are far too intelligent 
far too intelligent. These are intelligent people I'm talking about. Very intelligent. Why would you keep want to keep on holding to the term black? Or people of color. Black power. Why would you want to keep holding on to that? As you know, there's no real substance to it. No substance to it. A semblance, yeah. Other than what is real, meaning you are outside of reality. You don't want to deal with the reality of who you are. You know, a lot of you are going to still hang on to that crazy bullshit that gives you no kind of inheritance. That gives you no air, no no heritage. It gives you no um, gives you nothing. It gives you nothing. You don't get a goddamn thing from any of that bullshit. But still want to hang on to it. There's no power in black. Black is an adjective. We are nouns and proper nouns. A noun uh, is, is, is a thing, a person. Okay. It's about the end of the show. We've got about 50 seconds now. A whole lot of thing, more things I wanted to tell you, but I didn't have time. I ran out of time. As I always say, I do not wish to insult anyone or step on anybody's toes. The only thing I do is wish to educate and to learn what little bit I know and what I have learned. And I say to you in the Washita language, a haote Washita East, bawasama tukunda, meaning peace family. And haote Washita East means means May my spirit and your spirit spring forth to the jaguar. All right. Peace, family. We out. <laughs>